to Dear Legal Ops, the podcast tackling tough topics impacting today's evolving legal operations community anonymously. This podcast is made for and by the Legal Ops community. So grab that glass of wine and get comfy as we share stories from the Legal Ops community aimed at digging deeper to find and release your inner brilliance, personally and professionally. I'm your host, Tom Stevenson. On today's episode, we're opening a refreshing reposado from Rhode Island and hearing from Ariel Bold, a listener who uses word perfect with a long typeface. As we open a new bottle of wine, we'll dig deeper into the struggles of layoffs and the lack of legal operations education during times of uncertainty. But first, grab that glass and get comfy as we dig deeper into Dear Legal Ops. Our first letter today is Rita with a margarita from Recession, Rhode Island. Rita writes, Dear Legal Ops, how can I control my career during a recession? Our company seems to be doing well, but all of the noise from the outside, these layoffs, inflation, heck, I don't even know what my stock price is, has me sweating bullets. I recently made the switch from this dark side, also known as AmLaw 100, to work at my first corporate in-house legal team. But as a legal ops team of one, me, how do I manage this uncertain economy? Should I just book a one-way ticket to another profession? Or do I just need to weather the storm? Well, Rita, thank you for writing in. I mean, first of all, Rita, love the name. And the tequila, yep, it's maybe once or twice been known to make my clothes fall off. But let's not get ourselves salty until you're an actual margarita. I really think it's brave and bold of you to talk about a lot of things contained within that letter. I mean, first of all, we're acknowledging this uncertain time that we're living in. You're acknowledging and talking about coming from a different area that isn't corporate in-house legal, and you're really honing in on something we see quite often in this profession, which is a legal ops team of one. That in and of itself is really hard for people to manage when they're trying to also figure out where do I fit within this profession and where do I fit within this company? You know, suppose companies want to survive the long winter of recession by taking advantage of these new opportunities and they can ultimately thrive through the disruption. You know, if that's the case, they're going to need us legal operations professionals to play at the top of our game. But at this critical juncture, we are noticing that in our dear legal ops inbox, a trend, a lot of you bright and ambitious legal ops individuals who have literally had it and reached their limits. You know, you can call it quiet quitting, taking time to recharge your batteries, or just a quote, long siesta in Mexico. But it's hard because work quality is slipping and our relationships are fraying. It can be in your personal life. It can be professionally. We're asking to take on more and more and more, yet it's hard for us to talk about being comfortable in this situation. So I hear you. I see you, Rita. I drink with you and toast my glass that you are not alone. In fact, we live in a time when many organizations are also anxious about their ability to serve their communities, especially in legal operations. We have both sides of the equation colliding, and we're not quite sure what's happening next. And we've experienced this before in history, whether it's the housing bubble bursting, which led to this weird economic recession, or the tragic events of 
we've banded together as a community, whether we were remaining in the same profession. And what's really important to remember during these weird, uncertain times is they come and go. (laughs) It's actually important to talk or act on these feelings and not let them bottle up inside. I know, we're in the legal profession. We don't talk about feelings. I get it. Change is hard, but honestly, it's a part of life. We have to embrace it. Sometimes change happens because we want it to, and then shit gets fucked up and we can't control it and we can't make it happen. It's important to remember that we always have a choice in how we react to this change. We can sit there, we can freeze, we can be amenable, we can adapt. Heck, we can go at it alone or we can dive into a group of friends and dig deeper into what we don't know. No matter what, we always have a choice. So I think it's really important during these uncertain times, especially when you're talking about how do you fit within the career framework at your company when you can't control what happens outside of your company, there's better ways to channel that energy. I think we choose how we control our career during these unprecedented times. So the first step I would really encourage everyone is if you are in this position and sitting in the seat, have that career conversation and make sure to have those important talks between your managers, your business units, and even your mentors about what your work history and goals are. And this doesn't matter whether you are in the law profession on the private practice side or the legal operations profession on the corporate in-house side or anything within the legal ecosystem. Let me be more direct for those in those cheap seats in the back. Legal is not a unique unicorn, unlike Dear Legal Ops, when it comes to having an effective career conversation. And I promise that'll be my last sports reference this episode. I know y'all be thinking, yes, yes, I've been in this situation before and it's a mix of nervousness, confusion, uneasiness, and it doesn't have to do with the Taco Bell I had last night. And the mixed bag of emotions is absolutely normal. So if you throw out the anxiety, take a deep breath, and dive into what you're really trying to uncover here, it's just having a conversation with those that actually can impact the change. These career conversations should happen at critical points in your journey. So once again, you, your journey, your conversation. Legal Operations has a unique opportunity to jump on the bandwagon to emphasize the importance of designing and implementing an ecosystem of these fun business solutions that we're all tasked at doing. You know, you've heard it, the been there, done that, greater efficiency, develop analytics, purchase a CLM, blah, blah, blah. But that doesn't have to be your entire career. So I say, dive into what you're passionate about. Whether you're a technology lover, a financial and vendor management guru who's sleeping on a soft pillow dreaming of accruals, or that can't stop, won't stop talking about CLM and AI. Remember, your legal ops superpowers can translate your unique value to complement business decisions in our revenue-protecting world. So once again, you, your journey, your conversation. As we witness this profession growing and maturing, you see, it's shifted from that big question mark about the profession to, oh my gosh, I need legal ops. It's needed to drive our business decisions and to help with efficiencies so we can tell a story of what we're actually doing. And in today's climate where we're uncertain about the economy, 
the value of legal operations can shape and drive a clear strategic vision so that you can align with your GC or you can align with the business units and all of a sudden you become, well, we can't get rid of that legal ops professional. They're the one that saves us money. They're the one that gives us a voice. They're actually the one that's keeping us afloat. So for all you listeners out there, especially Rita, you have to separate your value from focusing on what you have no power to control in these uncertain times. But just to be clear, like freaking out is natural. It's a normal response to economic uncertainty, but don't go crazy and off the deep end. It's unhealthy to obsess over things beyond our control. One of the problems of living in this environment where there's always this supposedly breaking news every few hours is that when there's actually something important, breaking news or important to you, and it comes along, we expect it to pass quickly. So look, if social media is stressing you out, hit that uninstall app on your phone. The next time Rita comes knock, knock, knocking on your front door, asking to live rent-free in your head, think of productive ways to deal with the stress you're feeling right now. And heck, how you can harness it for good. This can really include, you know, keeping your skills up to date, being willing to take on new challenges. And I think keeping your networking game strong is crucial. Make or create those wise business and networking opportunities. Identify the best conferences, speak with the right people, get invited to those right vendor dinners, and engage. The next generation of legal operations professionals have to be authentic leaders who create a blue ocean. So stop worrying about everyone else in the legal ecosystem who are only focused on feeding off each other and start thinking of ways to create a new ocean to find your voice, value, and versatility. And heck, read if all else fails, advocate for the role you want, whether it's at your current company or elsewhere. This episode is made possible by our sponsor, Legal.io. Legal.io is the fastest growing community and marketplace for legal talent. Legal.io connects legal professionals to resources and opportunities at the world's leading in-house departments and firms. Legal.io is the launchpad for legal careers, matching legal ops professionals, attorneys, paralegals, and so many other legal professionals at some of the world's most exciting companies with a level of precision that only a data-driven, vertical-specific marketplace can provide. Supported by significant investors like Tiger Global, Legal.io is redefining the legal workspace. If you want to learn about the enterprise marketplace solution for legal talent, access salary surveys with compensation data as unique as you, and join their vibrant in-house legal community, visit www.legal.io. That's L-E-G-A-L dot I-O. Legal.io, your gateway to a global legal talent marketplace designed with the legal operations community in mind. Our second letter today comes from Ariel Bold from WordPerfect. (laughs) Ariel writes, by the way, not word, classic. Dear Legal Ops, I was recently laid off from my job and have been thinking of, I don't know, leaping into those cool waters of legal operations. I've heard about it, I've seen it, but I have a confession. I'm so green, I'm having a hard time finding my inner peas. It's <laughs> actually why I chose this letter. Second confession, I'm terrible at jokes. And that's why I'm reading the letter. But in all seriousness, 
I recently graduated from college and halfway through realized I picked the wrong major. My parents keep pushing me to attend law school, but I think legal operations is actually where I want to end up. So as I sit here Googling, where can I get legal operations degree from? I don't even know where to start. Before I throw my computer out the window in frustration, help, is there even a formal legal operations program I can enroll in? Otherwise, I'll have to go to Plan Z, which requires a lot more research as there's only a handful of professional mermaids out there who perform parties and teach others to swim like a mermaid. Ariel, girl, if your career doesn't align with your long-term goals and within legal operations, you can't just Google the age-old question, where can I go to a school and get a degree in legal operations? You know, many people toy with the idea of having to get an additional degree, whether it's a master's, go to law school. Some even think they need to pay money for specific certifications so they can transition into a better field. But how do you define better? Is it making more money? Is it having better work hours? For some, it may have to do more with the quality of their life, the impact of the world, or the interest level they have. But in reality, nobody's actually talking about how higher education is really a business, period. You know, people often believe that the only way to get ahead is to take on more debt, earn more degrees, and get more letters after their last name. But it's not true. In fact, I know a lot of individuals in this legal operations space at all levels, entry to executive, with degrees ranging from underwater basket weaving to graduating from Anheuser-Busch's School of Natty Light. So before you think you need additional education to make it big time within our legal operations profession, just make sure you're doing it unemotionally and logically. I know, you didn't think that we were going to tie in the unemotional part, but hear me out. The good news is that our exciting legal operations profession has seen this massive growth potential, and we now have the most passionate individuals leading from the top. But regardless of who's leading, I think it's even more exciting to see those that are entering new because we all have a lot of the same commonalities. Heck, we're fun and fearless, charming and confident, even smart and saucy. But a core tenet to all these happy, wise, and wealthy things that we need to attain in life is really identifying with what you love first before you make a move. And let me tell you, absolutely before you enroll in any educational program, think about are you doing it because you think X degree will yield Y role? Or are you doing it because you actually want to give your all and change it up? Heck, shake and bake it if you want, but don't fake it. Seeking greater understanding for and appreciation of the profession, us legal ops nerds are pushing to rebrand and educate the legal ecosystem to run legal like a business. And if the data and trends tell us anything, it's not just law firms and corporate legal departments that are being pressured to achieve better business outcomes with increasing limited financial resources. We see this everywhere all day. So once again, legal and legal operations is not a unicorn. We have to really rely on our community to do and push the education envelope and advocate for more mentorship opportunities. Most of the disconnect I've seen working this end-to-end -end spectrum, so you know, law firms to in-house, it's rooted in our legal profession's historical, unhealthy, and sometimes divisive hierarchy. Think about it. We have juris doctorate degrees versus not having a JD. 
We even pin law firms versus in-house versus those legal tech vendors. Amlaw versus boutique, litigation versus corporate versus compliance. Hell, Diet Coke or regular. So where does the legal operations education fit into this muddied equation? How can our in-demand profession set up the next generation of legal operations professionals to improve processes and run their law departments like a business without actually having a standardized education pathway? I mean, how the fuck is that even possible? Our careers are more than just climbing a ladder one rung at a time. Think about it. They're jungle gyms, always climbing up, moving sideways, diagonally, over, under, around, do the hokey pokey and you turn it all around. But there are many opportunities to provide a legal operations profession with more than just those cute book smarts without paying thousands of dollars for an MBA. We need to really rely on our community and the mentorship and those opportunities to attend conferences, both live and in virtual, because we have to be able to navigate that jungle gym. And while maybe it's tempting to enroll in some advanced degree as a getaway to get into legal operations, the truth is we aren't quite sure where it heads from here. Yeah, there may be some common denominators between these pathways for those that want to switch into legal operations, but the process isn't black and white. Everyone wants to make the transition coming from different backgrounds, but often it's hard to do that if you don't have proper mentorship, education, or opportunities. Look, think about it this way. You can't just switch from a pastry chef to owning your own restaurant. And at the same time, it's a lot different than transitioning from an adult phone operator to becoming a CPA. <laughs> Those different situations, of course, mean these career changers need to take different paths from each other. So as I talked about, we're a community of all people, all ages, all backgrounds. This too impacts the path you take. Remember, there's many ways that you can change your career within legal operations. And it's not just about that expensive degree from the fanciest university in the world. We really need to rely on our legal operations community to help build and empower the next generation through mentorship opportunities. And if given the case, a lot of us will volunteer, whether it's in law schools or paralegal programs, to continue to educate the importance of looking at legal like running a business. And if we can do that, I think we can then move the needle in furthering our legal operations education so there can be some standardization. After all, if it's not for us, it's for those that come after us. Hey, I just want to thank Rita and Miss Bold for sharing their stories with us. You know, here's the thing. As this show begins to stand up and take its first baby steps, I'm excited to see where this path takes us. I literally have no idea where we're going. But honestly, I've struggled with these same topics. It can be figuring out how to get into legal operations space years ago, wondering if I needed to actually pursue a law degree to teach at Harvard. Turns out, no. Or trying not to spill my glass of wine as I juggle a lot of personal and professional hurdles over the last decade. But look, at the end of the day, all we can ask of ourselves is to be present and authentic in our intentions. And if this community keeps doing what I'm seeing, which is supporting each other every day through the struggles, imagine all the places we'll go. I'm Tom Stevenson. Till next time. 
For more Dear Legal Ops content, make sure to follow us on all social media using the handle at Dear Legal Ops. Have a tough legal ops topic you want us to tackle? Share your legal ops stories with us at dearlegalops.com slash submit for a chance to be featured on the show. Dear Legal Ops is produced by Red Rock Music. As always, I'm your host, Tom Stevenson. Until next time. 